Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, stranger. How have you been? I've been good, sir. How have you been? Uh, we've uh, we've had a an interesting couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, I should say so. Yeah, so it's a lot has happened since the last time you and I spoke, and it's been quite interesting, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Oh, hello there, listener. This is uh, Shoeless Adam Danger. This is your long-lost friend, Tessa MTV. And this is Not So High Fidelity. We're back, y'all! Woo! <laughs> so glad to be back. It feels like it's been a lifetime since I've spoken to you. Way too long, way too long, my friend. But I know you and I have been super busy, uh, just in our own lives, not to mention what's taking place. And, you know, I don't want to... If you want to get kind of news and current events and deep political thought, this may not be the podcast for you. Uh, at least I would say I'm not comfortable like addressing the nation like Abraham Lincoln or anything. Yeah, I mean, I think we all know what's going on. We know we know what's what's out there and, and what our minds are, are on right now. And I think what we want to try and do here today is uh, kind of give you guys a, a little distraction, talk about something fun. This week, we are going to be talking about some of our favorite summer songs. That's right. That's right. I think the topic had come up because uh, Tessa MTV and I and Johnny the Wolf were in a text chain and, and talking about current events. And uh, I guess yeah, I had the idea of like, you know, it's summer. And I, I kind of just felt a little bit of a more spring in my step. It's getting a little hotter here where we are. And a lot hotter. Not, oh, okay. <laughs> That's fair to say. It's a lot hotter now. Uh, but memories of, of summer's past and what I like to do, and, and uh, Tess MTV, I'm sure you're like me, where there's a specific song, or there's a feeling or a moment that you have maybe tied up with nostalgic summer memories. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think to me, when I was thinking about, well, you know, what really consti constitutes a really good summer song? And for me, I think... A good summer song is really all about the right sound. How does it sound? Does it remind you of summer? It's, you know, it's got to have a warm sound. It's got to be upbeat. Uh, yes. A little carefree. And, and like you said, it really, for me, needs to evoke a sense of nostalgia because I think that's really what summer songs are all about. It's it's all about nostalgia. And if you can listen to a song and it, it takes you back to those summers when you were a kid and you went with your family to the beach or, you know, summer nights with your friends at the club, just partying it up. And, yes. and that to me, you, you right there, that that to me is just you've got yourself a summer song. Right. And I think on top of that, those those themes you talked about is, you know, kind of upbeat and a little carefree. I think that's part of being in the summer, too, is even if you take some time off of work or you go on a little vacation, you just you want to relax. You want to kick back and let it go with whatever you're doing in the summer. So I know you and I have, have uh, we've spent time in the summer, whether it's going floating down the river or kickbacks and barbecues or even, you know, road trips and, and being in the car. Those kind or, of... or walk all the way down the river walk one day yes, and see yes. what happens. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, so I'm going to embarrass you now. But <laughs> I always, 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 whenever I tell people about developing the love of my hometown, my love for my hometown, 
Uh, it starts with you, Tessa MTV. You were the one person that said, hey, man, there's a lot more to the city than you know about. You just need to take time. You need to hit the streets, man, and you need to walk and stop into these little hideaway places. And there's such a, a, a local charm that can be easily overlooked if you're, if you're not aware of it. And so walking down the river walk, it's one of my favorite pastimes. So once it gets a little warmer and I get a little time off, uh, I love to just go park and just walk along the beautiful river walk and stop by just any different, either new places or old places, Waxy O'Connor's or mm-hmm. Esquire Bar. And then I try to take people that are visiting uh, San Antonio. Like, look, I, I want you guys to see this. I want you guys to see the San Antonio that I love and I care about. Uh, because someone took the time to share that with me. And, you know, it's a treasured memory. It's something I really, really care about. So I have to say thank you, Tessa MTV. Well, I'm glad to hear you say that. And and I think about that that day in particular and, and the days, you know, that we we you did that further on down the line. Um, it kind of became a tradition. And and you're right. I mean, there is so much to do in San Antonio. It's it's all about just getting out of your car sometimes and just taking a walk and see what you find. Uh, the closer that you look at thing into things, the more, you know, you can see uh, what's out there. And it just takes it just takes you know, that effort sometimes just to find something new. And I'm glad, I'm glad that we did that one day. And I thought, I'm glad that I thought of that and just, you know, let's just get in the car, go down to the river walk and see what happens. And we spent the entire day out there just having a lot of fun. And so along with you, that is, that is one of my favorite memories. And I think about that often. Well, this message has been brought to you by the San Antonio Chamber of Commerce. (laughs) Come visit us here in sunny San Antonio. Uh, no, no, and, and uh, but in, in in all respects, you know, there's certain things. Again, I think it comes back to the theme of summertime. Like, let's go, let's park our car there, let's go walk. You run into people, you run into friends you didn't know you were going to run into. Hey, let's stop in here, sure, and chat and uh, have fun, tell jokes, listen to music, be outside, be carefree. Before you know it, uh, a Sunday fun day started at like noon. And it's already 6.30 and you're like, you know, I better call it because I've got to <laughs> be at work in the morning. Uh, but it was so rich, you know. And so my mind, when I think of the songs that we're going to talk about, it goes back to this memory and this feeling of, oh, we're outside. We're feeling good. The people that you'd run into, even if they were strangers, were nice and waving to you. Hey, how you doing? Oh, you know, I'm visiting from Pittsburgh. Oh, well, be sure to check this out. If you're into, like, cocktails, you know, come to this bar. If you're into kind of beer or you want some sort of um, authentic Mexican food, you know, do yourself a favor, stop here. Uh, so I'm really hoping that, you know, as the summer goes on and hopefully if we, there's an, not a second wave and we kind of rebound a little bit, one of the first things I'd like to do is go back downtown, give money to local establishments, give money to fellow San Antonians who are running a business and, and doing their best to uh, provide, you know, the best drinks in town, the best uh, food in town, the best uh, appetizers. Uh, and the best in local scene. Yeah, the best experiences, for sure. Yeah, the food and the drinks are great, but all in all, I think it's about those experiences that we get from those local establishments. And that's really what it's all about. We need to keep those things alive. Definitely, definitely. Well, let's get started, Tessa MTV. Would you like to go first? Would you like to start off our list? We're going to do five summer songs that we'd like to listen to on our own little like summer playlist. Sure, I'll go ahead and I'll start it off. So the first song on my list is is a newer song. And if you've listened to podcasts, uh, 
you know, that I've been on in, in the past couple of months, you've probably heard me talk about how I'm not really um, enthused or fascinated with some of the newer music that's come out today. I've kind of become one of those old cranky gals that is just not impressed with music anymore and it's not as good as it used to be so they say um but one of the songs that i've heard recently that really you know changed my mind is uh patience by tame impala let's take a listen to it adam Patience by Tame Impala. What turned you on to this, Tessa MTV? Well, so I first heard this song when they performed it last year on Saturday Night Live, of all places. And uh, I was really immediately struck by how euphoric sounding it was. And and I guess I would consider myself a casual fan of Tame Impala. I don't right. own any albums. I've certainly heard their songs. I've seen a bunch of performances. I know that Kevin Parker is, um, you know, a sought after producer in, in all genres of music, actually. So I was aware of who he was. But Again, I was immediately struck by how euphoric sounding it was. You know, that very melodic piano riff at the very beginning kind of, you know, pulls you in and there's this nice heavy beat that's carrying it along. And then you hear, if you listen closely, those congas in the background there. They're really imploring you to get those hips moving. So that's what I liked about it. And you know, just listening to it, it it really feels like this psychedelic disco ride into that summer that you hope will never end. And I think another reason why I like the song a lot is because it does have that retro nostalgic vibe to it. And, and when I think about summer, that's really the feeling that I get. And you know, more specifically, I kind of envision the song is like an end of the summer song. If you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's it, the general theme is really about the passage of time. There's there's a line in the song. He says, live in life in phases. Another season changes. And so to me, that's really like you're listening to this song at the end of the summer and you're kind of thinking to yourself, well, you know, what the hell, man? I think I thought summer <laughs> was was the time when sl- when when, you know, everything slows down. Yeah, yeah you're going to live forever. And and now it's over. And, you know, I've got to kind of get my shit together again and, and face that reality. 
Um, it's it's back to the grind of of real life again. But those those summer days and nights, it was it was nice while it lasted, and and they're going to be memories that live with me forever. And so that's really what this song kind of evokes for me that very very strong nostalgic feeling. Definitely, I. Uh, it's funny when you said you know the kind of passages of time, and it's really about maybe more esoteric categories. A lot of the influences for Tame Impala are like 70s rock and roll, so like Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. uh, but Pink Floyd. So you can hear a lot of like Dark Side of the Moon there, right? Like time and money and us and them, these huge colossal themes that they try to talk about and sing about. And so you can see that that big influence there. Uh, but it's also deceptive. It's super deceptive with just that dancing beat again and it... Uh, and the little synthesizers and stuff. So it's like, oh, this is cool. But when you get into it, you're like, oh, I'm being force-fed about, you know, the passage of time and nothing remains the same. Yeah, it's it's definitely a sweet, subtle song. But I think the magic in the song is those congas. They they really get right. your hips swaying. Yes, yes. No, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to keep listening to this one. I'm going to add this to our playlist and... I've listened to it throughout the summer. So it's funny that you started with Tame Impala because when we started talking about this list, I think uh, we both said, well, we should include some Tame Impala, I think, separately, <laughs> right? We didn't we didn't really come up with the idea that, well, we, it has to include Tame Impala. I think we both came about it. So my song I'm going to choose is a Tame Impala song. It's off of Lonerism, which I think is probably their best record from 2013, 2012. It's a song called Mind Mischief. So let's have a little listen here. Mind Mischief by Tame Impala. Uh, again, this is off of 2013's Lonerism. This is how I, I, again, this is a San Antonio being in the summer kind of story. I was at Halcyon uh, in the Blue Star, right? And it was a summer afternoon. I may not have been employed at the time. So I just spent a lot of time at coffee shops, just hanging out, talking to girls there. And I was there at the coffee shop and I heard the song whoa this is really groovy like i it it tickles all kinds of recesses of my mind my taste it's psychedelic but it's also dancey and it's it harkens back to you know early 70s rock and roll but also has a, such a current modern feel to it so i walk up i, re- I remember it like yesterday i walk up to the counter and there was a cute girl who was a barista she was a cute young lady uh, and I was a gentleman bachelor at the time, so you can understand some of my uh, motivations for having a talk. And I just said, you know, 
oh, who is this band? And she's like, oh, it's Tim and Paula. Have you ever heard of them? And I said, no, I haven't. She's like, oh, they're really good. You should check them out. It's, uh, they got a really good uh, record or whatever. And uh, to be honest with you, the song may have been, they did a cover of Fleetwood Mac. The song is That's All For Everyone, which is off a of Tusk, right? It's like, that's all for me. That's all for everyone. Dun, 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 dun. Like, it's really, really beautiful. The Fleetwood Mac version is great. And the Tame Apollo one is just as good. Like, it's sorrowful. It's wistful. So they kind of all, you know, as you said, Parker has all kinds of different moves and eras that he can draw from and, and play with. So, you know, Lonerism was just such a big record. Joshy Numbers and I were really into Tame Paula. We used to call him Tamale Impala. I <laughs> love it. Uh, yes, yes. And so listening to this song, I could just think of me putting on my shorts and my little, like, low-cut shoes, right? And just walking down North St. Mary's to the Brass Monkey, right? Like, we're going to just dance and have a good time and have, like, really watered-down drinks and run into every other person that we know and just, like, start dancing and just see what the night has. There's a lot that we don't know, but the night might have something special in store for us there. So uh, that might be part of a bygone era, going to a club, going to a bar with a bunch of people dancing around in close proximity, all sweaty and working, uh, getting worked up and drinking. Now that doesn't sound particularly uh, <laughs> inviting, but, you know, it was a time in our lives that, uh, you know, was super enjoyable that I have such uh, fond memories of. Yeah, I'm right there with you. And I remember the days when we were first hearing about Tame Impala. And I do specifically recall your your brother, Joshy Numbers, was really into them. And and it made me a little curious. So I, I did check them out. And, and, and I did love them. I love that, you know, 60s garage rock, early 70s vibe. Uh, to their to their music and I and I really loved hearing it uh, and seeing people dance to this kind of music in the clubs like Brass Monkey so that was really cool to see um, that kind of music and that kind of sound to make a resurgence again and so yeah um, right there with you with uh, Tame Impala vibes good good band if if you happen to have not heard of them and I can't imagine that you can't by this point they're a really cool band to check out and Kevin Parker, like I said, when I was talking about my song, he is this genius producer that that lots of people, even in you know the hip hop realm, seek him out to to do a little production work for them. So uh, definitely uh, take some time to check them out. So let's go ahead and move on to the next song that I have on my list, yes. and and Adam. This band is actually a local band. They're from Austin. And as we go on to my list, you'll see that I've got actually a few Texan musicians on here. So that's pretty exciting. Didn't plan it that way. It just kind of ended up, you know, got a couple (laughs) of Texans on here, which is which is cool, you know, because we love our our great our great state of Texas. But so the next uh, band and song on my list is uh, Baby Blues is the song, and the band is Moving Panoramas. Let's have a listen.
Baby Blues. Uh, moving panoramas. Yeah, such a fantastic song, isn't it? Um, so, like I said, this this band, Moving Panoramas, is a local band from Austin, and this is another one of those songs that, you know, like a lot of songs that I happen to discover. I'm in my car. I'm listening to the local Austin radio station. Shout out to KUTX. I find a lot of music from there. Ooh. It's uh, a uh, local college station and and you know remember back in the days when college radio was just such a, a a cool hip thing and lots of people were finding their their music from there and and I'm glad that they still have that station around because it's fantastic and I wouldn't be able to discover music like this song if they weren't around so shout out to them but yeah yeah so I was just driving around one day and this song happened to pop on and and I turned it up because I was just immediately struck by the vocals, the the soaring guitars. And and when I was listening to it for the first time, I was like, damn, this is a fantastic song. It's it's one of those songs, you know, that we associate with summer. Like I said, it's got that upbeat, glimmering power pop um theme to it with those soaring vocals from the lead singer and it's really rounded out by this cool driving beat and it has those super hooky guitar riffs and and also it kind of has this shoegazy vibe to it which Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. i really really love and and sonically to me this song is representative of what a summer song should sound like for me, whenever I listened to this song, when we were listening to it, you said, um, you know, I feel so good about myself when I hear this song. Yeah. And I laugh because that's exactly, you know, what I feel. I feel a sense of wonder, a sense of excitement, and it just makes me want to go out on an adventure um, out into the unknown and just see what happens. Like we were talking about our our trips down the river walk. And, you know, we just get out there and we just want to see where the day takes us. And, and this is the kind of song that reminds me of times like that. It's, it's the kind of song that you blast on your car radio. You've got your friends with you. You hit the road on a hot summer day and you just see where the day takes you. It's just a fun song. And for me, it emotes just sunshine and rainbows. And if you're listening to right. this song and it doesn't make you smile, I think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> You need so, to get your head checked. So I'm I'm glad to hear that when you heard the song, you you got those feelings too. It was it's definitely a song. This is what we would do: get in the car, say Tessa, turn it on. We're going down 37. Don't stop until you hit water. Right? Like, <laughs> let's just go to the freaking beach if we had the the availability, and just spend some time on the coast and just hang out. This is also I feel like, and I love the Texas coast. People may may have you know, differing opinions. But what I love about going down to the coast too is just like, just be in the sand, bring a cooler, just play tunes like this all day and just hang out and vibe, right? And not have a care in the world. Not at all. And if you want to read, read. If you want to sleep, sleep. If you want to get in the water, get in the water. Just eat seafood all day and just spend your time just relaxing letting everything kind of just melt away from you know your psyche and you know your everyday worries and stuff like that and and i almost feel like the songs are amplified by being in that kind of environment right it's like yeah "Yeah, cool so i can't uh i don't know if i can add anything to that because it's a really cool song it's really 
interesting. I want to hear more from. I'm glad they're a local. You said they're from uh, Texas, right? From Austin. Yeah, right Austin. down the road. Nice, nice. So uh, every once in a while, Austin puts out some decent little artists. I have to see. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I'm glad, you know, again, for my fellow, uh, fellow Texans. I say that, but I'm now going to become Judas Iscariot with my next song. This is a song by Best Coast called The Only Place. And it's about California, so uh, forgive me, but I hopefully the song will be my mea culpa. Let's listen. We were born with sun in our teeth and in our hair. When we get bored, we like to sit around, sit around and stare at the mountains, at the birds, at the ocean, at the trees. We have fun, we have fun, we have fun when we That is The Only Place off of 2012's album, uh, The Only Place by Best Coast. So we were talking during the song, Tessa MTV, about uh, Bethany Constantino and her voice and how you mentioned it sounds a little bit like Liz Fair. Yeah, I was I was listening to this song last night and watching the video for it. And I was as I was listening to her voice, I tend to close my eyes when I when I hear somebody sing just to get a little more deeper into it. And I realized, you know what, Bethany kind of sounds like Liz Fair. And I think they they are, you know, their counterparts, of course, and 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 they've I'm I'm sure they've certainly worked together, but I think they sound very, very similar. And like I said, I think Liz Fair, her voice is a little more deadpan. Um, and that's not a negative thing at all, but right. um, Bethany's voice comes across as a little more poppier, a little more bouncier, a little more melodic. And, and that's what I thought of when I, when I heard the song last night again. It's, it had been a while, but that's what I recalled. It, it was like, wow, you know, she sounds a little bit like Liz Fair, and I'm sure she's a huge influence on her. So I thought that was kind of cool. Definitely. This is an album that I, I bought on CD, and I just put in my car. And just listen to it over and over and over again. Just driving all around town. Going to hang out with some friends. Going to meet some people here and there. Just get out of the house. And it is a one of my favorites. It's kind of a sunshine pop ballad, right? And it harkens back to like the mid-60s. Something like the Beach Boys. But jangly guitars of the birds, right? It definitely has a West Coast feel. Uh, we were laughing because I felt like, oh, this might have a lot in common with uh, Baby Blues, which we just heard previously in terms of like, on the drums and then yeah that really driving beat uh definitely and i was reading about this album and i believe bethany the the lead singer said you know a lot of the influences i think this was the second record the second formal uh best coast record but the big influences were country see like 60s pop i believe were yeah you definitely hear that and so uh again another song where again it's driving it's sunshine pop a little dreamy at times, you know, like uh, daydreamy 
mm-hmm. but always in a good way. And now I, when I first listened to it, that was it, right? And I really loved it, and it was it meant a lot to me. But now in the passing years, I, I guess I have a little more affinity for this record because it does remind me of uh, California and the Californians. And this goes out to Osiris and Marsha and James and Aldo and all the Californians that I now work with and that I call buddies. I call familia now. You know, we really hang out. And if you ever, if you ever notice that there is some slight differences between Texans and Californians and Sometimes there's a culture clash that brings it, rears its ugly head when we have fights about Whataburger or In-N-Out Burger <laughs> uh, or carnitas versus like smoked brisket, right? Like it's um, it's really funny. But these people have come into my life and uh, and I think they bring with them, not knowing this is just part of, part of their DNA and part of their, their makeup. It's just that sunshine pop. And yeah, let's hang out. Let's either go skiing or we can go surfing like you know, we can do whatever we want. And you come to Texas, it's like, well, some of your options are limited by the 102 degree weather, but we can still <laughs> have fun. Uh, it's just a different kind of fun, different different things. So it also reminds me of, I've got uh, an uncle out in Los Angeles and two cousins, David and Catherine, and they're, they're youngsters. They're only going to be 18 maybe next year. Uh, but yeah, total California kids, like in a good mood. Uh, my wife and I went to go visit them. Hey, what's up? That's cool. So in Texas, yeah, I want to ride a horse. And I'm like, well, we don't always do that. Uh, <laughs> but sure, but just kind of, again, that optimism, that sunny smile. And the whole song is about, like, why would I want to live anywhere but California? California has so many great things. It's got great weather. It's got great beaches. Uh, it has so much fun. It's just expensive as hell to live there and to get by, right? But uh, if you have enough money, then I think you can afford to indulge in these pastimes. Yeah, and maybe that's why they spend so much time at the beach, because you don't need money to have a good time at the beach. Uh, It just comes down to that tradition of West Coast music of being like Mamas and the Papas or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just dreamy and fun, and you're always thinking about it's light and it's bouncy, but it's also serious, right? Like, you don't have to be grim and gritty and like gut bucket blues to be serious. Like you can have serious fun and it'd be something that uh, you look forward to and just makes you feel better, just elevates your mood. So that's why I think we have to include uh, the only place by best coast. So now we're on Tessa. Tell me what you have for number three. All right. So for my number three song, I have a little ditty by Calvin Harris and it features Frank Ocean and Migos, and the name of the song is Sly. Let's have a listen. That was Slide with Frank Ocean and Migos. 
Yeah, I have to laugh because as we were and listening to this to this song, uh, Adam, you mentioned, uh, oh yeah, I feel like going shopping at H and M now, and I laugh <laughs> because you are so right about that. This is the kind of song that you would hear on, you know, the speaker on, you know, those song those uh, stores like H and M and and Abercrombie and American Eagle. This is totally the song that would be on their sa- their shopping soundtrack, and I, I laugh because it's so true. But um, in any case, I'm a sucker for a good pop song, and I think that's what this song is. It's it it sort of sunk its teeth in me with those the uh, sultry piano chords at the very beginning yeah. of the song. I love that. That is such uh, ear candy for me. That always sucks me in a good piano chord. It, it, there's something very dancey and, and house music. There, that's what it reminds me of. And I love that kind of music. And when a song starts out like that, I know I'm going to immediately love it. Um, so if you listen to the lyrics of the song, clearly it has nothing to do with summer and it has everything to do with sex or at least it alludes, alludes to it anyway. But listening to it, it really does have that summertime kind of vibe to it. And I think why I really like this song so much is the unassuming subtlety of it all. When the song first starts out, you think, okay, you know, it's probably going to be another one of those silly club bangers of a song and and then as the song progresses Frank Ocean comes in and he drops those smooth underrated vocals that he's num- known for and it's just damn magical to me his voice and I think that's what really makes the song is his vocals you know this song is probably not the most groundbreaking song anybody's heard but in my mind it no doubt fills that it fits in that bucket of the classic summer song. And I would definitely put it on my summer soundtrack. It almost sneaks up on you, right? Like again, we talked about listening to it at H and M or express. And again, that's also another summer feature of like, Hey, if you get a couple of dollars, let's get some new outfits. Let's get some nice clothes and maybe something to, to make ourselves feel a little bit better. We're going to go out and then it comes on and it just sneaks up on you. And before you know it, you're already kind of hypnotically grooving (laughs) along to it. So uh, what a fantastic choice. No, I really, really enjoyed it. it was, that was excellent. Alrighty, let's see what I have up my sleeve here. So I'm going to choose Deadbeat Summer by Neon Indians. Let's have a listen. <laughs> was Deadbeat Summer by Neon Indian. Uh, this is a, a tremendous song. It's for many reasons. Uh, I really enjoy it. Again, the 
title Deadbeat Summer just makes you think about summer. And again, another kind of carefree song that just kind of bounces along, has a really cool beat. Uh, I would listen to the song when I lived in Chicago. Again, this is one of Adam's stories about when he lived in Chicago. Uh, but I, I had the entire album on my iPod. And I would listen to it when it was like the dead of winter. And I'm trudging through the snow. You know, there's ice on the uh, sidewalks. And you slip around. You would just be cold, Tessa MTV. You would be bone-chilling cold. And you'd be wearing jackets and little layers, but you'd still be just chilly, chilly, chilly. So I'd put this song on, and I would warm up from the inside, right? And my mood would elevate. I'd feel a little bit better. I'm like, this is so cool. This is what's happening. And it's definitely of a time and a place, right? It does sound maybe a little dated. One of the things I do like about it, though, and reading about it, because I forgot about, you know, why was this so so big? This was a time, and I'm sure you remember Tess MTV, when a lot of indie rock was bedroom rock, right? Mm -hmm. We've really gone to uh, artists who could play a couple instruments and then use Pro Tools or GarageBand or something to do some of their own editing. And they would put this music out themselves. And so these were uh, men and women who uh, were, you know, like Bonnie Bear or something like that, that could make it themselves and then do all the editing uh, off a MacBook and then put out the records uh, digitally. And so... I think about that now in our, our current circumstance of being stuck at home for so many months. And there are, even in, in casual conversation, there are people I talk to that are like, yeah, my kid's just playing guitar all day and all night. Like, they got nothing else to do. They were bored. Yeah. They're bored and that's stiff. a good thing. Definitely, definitely. I think it's that's the right environment where a person can play instruments and then just start messing around on, you know, with recording and making little loops or adding all kinds of sound effects and just getting better and better. So when they may get an opportunity to actually use a, a soundboard or edit some things, they're going to be so proficient at it because they've already, you know, they've made all their bad songs and they've learned all the tricks and they can kind of innovate and, and do certain things and give records an almost um, altered dimension feel and sound. It doesn't sound like what's being traditionally popped in, in, uh, in pop music put out. So I really enjoy these kind of bedroom uh, records that are made because it definitely has a certain feel to it. And we were talking during the song about uh, Neon Indian, and you mentioned is he from San Antonio? I think he went to school in San Antonio. On his Wikipedia, it says Denton, Texas. Uh, he got his big break, I think, in Brooklyn. He was one of the first like Brooklyn hipsters, man, to really make it big, right? To really make it uh, as a celebrity. But my story is that one of my great, great dear friends, Deandria, uh, when we were we went to college together, she goes. Oh, uh, Neon Indian. Yeah, he was in a, an all-state debate tournament that I was in, and he was <laughs> such an asshole. He thought he was so cool, and he just was above it, but I kicked his ass in debate. Well, he's not a great debater, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a good uh, musician, but we can't have it all right, but that's shout that's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, shout out to DeAndrea there. And, and he always looked like my buddy. Matt Sanchez, uh, who was actually in this band, American Authors. You remember them? I do, yeah. The best day of my life. Oh, 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 oh. So this isn't even another a longer story. Not even a longer story, but it goes way back. There was this kid I went to school with in the fourth grade. His name was Matt Sanchez. And he's the kind of guy, like maybe in an 80s movie, like he's the cool kid that the other kids look up to. Other kids like myself, like, Matt, it's so cool. Right? He's like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> he could be aloof at times, and in, in being aloof, that just made him even more magnanimous. Yeah. And so, but he was he was a drummer, 
and I would go over to his house, and he had his whole drum kit set up in like a little den area. And his dad would be like, "All right, Matthew, you've got one hour." And he'd go, and he had various bands, like rock and roll bands. We'd play at the White Rabbit and stuff like that. But he was serious about music. That was just his thing. And sometimes I think it could be a bit. You know, he was so driven and so passionate about drums and music, and he was so aloof as it was that it always just seemed like pompous and like, oh no, it's really about the sound, you know, man. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you know, don't be an asshole. Like, have a beer or something, right? Like, <laughs> come back down to earth with us. Uh, yeah, but just was- chill out with the regular folk. Yeah, right. But some people, that's just not how they're wired, and and that's fine. That's cool. And I was always glad. I take a, such a, a a big point of pride that. He was part of this band called American Authors, and a couple of years back, they had this huge hit. This is the best day of my life. Oh, oh, oh. So if you watch the video, pull it up on YouTube, you'll see a guy with this huge drum that's like, kung, kung. And that's my buddy Matt Sanchez. And back in the fourth and fifth grade, Tessa, we looked a lot alike. We looked so much alike that when my mom came to pick us up, pick me up from school, she was like, hey, get in the car. Get in the car. <laughs> he goes, I miss Sanchez. She goes, oh, I'm sorry, Matt. The other Sanchez, the other yeah, Sanchez. Where's, where's Adam? <laughs> there I am, like goofing off or like walking like an Egyptian or something stupid. So uh, <laughs> I want to point that out. I know this is kind of a tangent, but I'm so proud. I went to Target one time and I saw like they had a whole shelf of like get the American author CD. I go, that's him. Do you fools realize he came from he came from this part of San Antonio? Like this is the best guy. thing we've ever <laughs> produced as a people. And you know they're just like, ma, no, I want the purple soda. <laughs> oh, put that back. And I'm like, oh, troglodytes. But uh, but it'll always be special to me, and, and I just hope and wish him well. But that's a long way of saying that Matt Sanchez looked like Neon Indian, and Neon Indian was an asshole debate in the early 2000s. Well, I'm sorry to hear that he was an asshole, and hopefully he grew up and, and grew out of that. But, um, I uh, yeah, I mean, th- like I told you when we were talking about this, this uh, this song was actually one that I was going to pick, and I ended up going with Tame Impala. But um, it's funny that you say that this song sounds kind of dated, and I think that's the charm of this song, though, because it the the datedness of it is really the what adds to the nostalgia factor and so that's why i was going to go with this song but i'm glad that you picked it because it is a good song uh, summertime song and and it definitely deserves to go on our summertime soundtrack let's go ahead and move on to the next song on my list and uh, we're going back to uh, the texans And uh, the next Texan on my list is the one and only Janis Joplin. And this is her version of Summertime. Let's take a listen. Looking good now. Hush. Oh, 
Summertime, as performed by Big Brother and the Holding Company, obviously featuring one, the only, Janice Joplin. Miss Janice Joplin from Port Arthur, Texas. Yep. Uh, so, right off the bat, obviously this is not the traditional sunny, warm, upbeat summertime song. Obviously it's not, not that at all. Um, but this is kind of a special song for me, and... This song, Summertime, is a, actually a George Gershwin jazz standard, and it's been uh, covered countless times by so many people. But I think the Janis Joplin version of it, it, it's easily the most recognizable one because, as you can hear, um, you know, there's just that sheer emotional rawness that she has in her performance. If you really listen to or you read the lyrics of this song, it seems like it's going to be a nice little song about a long, lazy summer. The The words go, summertime, child, the living's easy, fish are jumping out. It sounds like a happy-go-lucky kind of song. But when you hear Janice sing it, oh my goodness, there's just this desperation in her voice. Yeah. and. Uh, it, it it hurts my soul, but it it hurts in in such a good way, and and the raspiness of her voice it just kind of heightens that mournful tone of the whole the whole song. For me, in my mind, it kind of makes me wonder what she may have been thinking of, what memories was she recalling that seemed to evoke this immense sadness while she was singing a song about summer. And summer, you know, when we think about summer, it's that time of year when everything is supposed to be fun, it's supposed to be carefree. Yet when she's singing the song about summer, that's not the sense that you get at all when you hear her sing it. And so I would say for me, this is something that I would listen to on a hot summer night at the end of the day, I can see myself just sitting on the back porch. I've got a cold beer in my hand or, or maybe in this case, I've got a glass of Southern comfort as an ode yes. to Janice. That was, that was her drink of choice. That was yeah. her, her poison. Unfortunately, you know, I, I, I'd have, you know, my beer or Southern comfort in my hand. I'd, I'd look up to the starry summer nighttime sky with this song sort of subtly playing in the background and, and just be, just be, just listen to the song, let her voice run through me and just really feel it. And that's what this song really evokes for me. It's not, again, not a, a sunny, happy summertime song, but it's, it's something that kind of makes you sit there and think about life and, and what you may have done in the summer and reflect it's a song of reflection for me. Her version is anyway. You know, I could definitely hear it. You know, I, we were talking during the song and I said, just her opening that summer. Obviously I can't sing, but <laughs> in that, you know, those notes there, that one note, it encapsulates maybe everything about Janice's mercurial career and all those like deep highs and just like ethereal highs she could reach, but she would always, always, always be chained to those blues and the delta and then just her own unfortunately insecurities and mm -hmm. uh, and eventual uh that need you know if it i really don't know if it was obviously like the drugs and the alcohol that was really the main culprit was i think wanting to be loved 
and that wanting yeah, to be definitely. accepted. And uh, I think I'd read, and this may be apocryphal, but I know uh, when it comes from my mom, you know, she read everything about rock and roll. There was, in Port Arthur, Texas, I think she was voted like ugliest girl. And I don't know why they would have some sort of poll like that or, you know, be so cruel and callous, right? Yeah, I actually think that happened when she was um, at school at UT, from oh, what I can okay. recall. But yes, I mean, regardless, that is just a horrible thing to do to somebody. And I can see how something like that may have stuck with her and remained with her through, you know, the rest of her short lifetime. Right. So I think horrible. Those, like, those that blues underlining theme of just wanting to be accepted and what who among us doesn't have those times when we just want to be accepted and we want to be loved and we're not really asking for too much out of life and i think that that is pervasive and and the songs that she sings and it's heartbreaking but again ponders it allows us to take some time this is the next song i'm gonna do i feel like this song are tied in a way that these are maybe really good road trip songs especially Mm -hmm. if you're driving throughout texas and there's miles and miles of nothing, right? And you're just you're driving in that hypnotic, uh, almost kind of zen-like state of like, I'm just driving to the road. I'm going 65, 70 if you're behaving. And, or and, you know, if 75, if you happen to be in, in those particular areas. <laughs> or if, you, if Tessa happens to be driving, yes. <laughs> but you get to, you know, you think and, and the words and the lyrics and the music just unfurl in front of you right just as the road unfurls in front of you uh so it might be part of you take a summer road trip if you go anywhere whether it's to the coast you go out to west texas uh or anywhere you're listening you don't have to be in texas to listen to this podcast but those are our experiences so awesome pick awesome pick tessa mtv so for my number number two pick i'm i'm gonna go back into the archives here and i'm going to select chicago Does anybody really know what time it is? Let's check this out. That was off the Chicago Transit Authority. Does anybody really know what time it is? Um, let's start off with the, the first part here. It starts off with like a real jazzy kind of piano. Uh, Tessa, what did this what did this bring up in your mind? So, as I was telling you, Adam, while we were listening to this song, um, obviously I, I've heard of Chicago. I've listened to many of their songs, but this is not one that I've heard before. And so, when I was listening to it last night. Um, immediately when it started, it just reminded me of Charlie Brown. This is this is like Charlie Brown music. And the reason why I say that and, and why whenever I hear music like this, I think of Charlie Brown 
because if you remember Charlie Brown as a kid, a lot of the that jazzy music was part yeah. of the soundtrack of of a Charlie Brown cartoon. And I can't remember what I was listening to uh, a few years ago. But anyway, I think it was some kind of podcast. And, and the guy that was speaking on the podcast was talking about how he was in his vehicle with his son and he turned on the music and it happened to be on a jazz station or something. And right. his son, who was probably about three or four years old, he says, this sounds like Charlie Brown music. And I just <laughs> laughed and laughed. And, and I was like, Oh my goodness, that kid is so right. It is true. Yes. The kids say the darndest things and it yes. is true. So ever since then, whenever I hear jazzy music like that, that's what it reminds me of. It's Charlie Brown music. <laughs> oh, I had a, I had a similar experience with my cousin, Benjamin. He's, he's 12 now. Uh, if you're listening to this, shout out to Big Ben. He's a big fan of the podcast. But when he was real little, we were listening to some dumb song. And they had that little, like, I think it was like a xylophone, right? Going bing, bing, bing. And he was four, maybe. And he goes, this sounds like baby music. And I <laughs> laughed so hard. He goes, like a baby made it. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it really hit me at, at right the right angle. And I, I was like, this kid's going to be brilliant. And he's, I feel bad because Big Ben is, He's drawn a lot of traits from myself and Joshy Numbers, right? Which uh, hopefully were good role models and influences, but uh, that's, you know, that's hard to well, say. Well, I'm sure he's going to end up with your good music taste, at least. That's I, not I, all I bad. I hope so. Right now, he's like, oh, have you heard of the SoundCloud rappers? I don't know, Benjamin. I, they <laughs> need to, like, graduate high school before I start listening, you know, if I take them seriously. And uh, But no, he's, he's a sweet kid. Uh, but coming back to the song... You know, this is a song we would hear growing up all the time. And if we were taking road trips as a family to uh, New Mexico, my my dad's parents had a, a summer home in New Mexico. So we would take these 13-hour car trips from San Antonio to Taos, New Mexico. And my parents would just play, like, the best of the 70s and Chicago, but also throw in some, like, Almond Brothers and just long, long songs, which, not thinking about it, have a lot of, like, jazz and jazzy influences. But again... What else are you going to listen to? You don't want to listen to like a, a Ramones record that's over in 30 minutes, right? Because you haven't even gotten out of Big Spring by that point. So you put on these long groove records and just let the music play and just relax. And, you know, maybe it kind of settles the nerves a bit. And even the lyrics of the song is like, uh, does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care about time? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that that's the ideal of summer is like if time has no meaning uh not to quote led zeppelin but like if time has no meaning you know then it's cool then you're just having such a good time i just think about walking in the sunshine again maybe if we're either tubing or if we're walking on the river walk or uh just being outside if it's not too hot wearing sunglasses and just like grooving along taking our time and enjoying it feeling everything uh so that song has a lot of uh you know, I, I really feel it. I also chose it because, for whatever reason, Joshy Numbers, my brother, hates Chicago. He's like, oh, <laughs> that band's trash, garbage, overrated. And if there's something you learn about my family is we have these really weird, irrational hates. So, like, my dad hates Bob Seger. Uh, Russell Hazard uh, hates Bob Seger. Just anything Bob Seger, I hate him. No real explanation. Mine is Billy Joel. I don't like Billy Joel. I think a lot of his music is just... Really? Yeah, it's done I, I, would, I would have thought you were a big fan. Uh, see, I when people I was say wrong. that, when people, it makes me even angrier. 
Uh, they also say that about Big Bang Theory. Like, I think you'd really like it. I was like, no, I like humor. <laughs> Again, we're getting off on a tangent. Uh, then with my brother, he's just like, oh, Chicago, like, boring. It's stupid. I'm like, no way, man. Like, it's groovy and it's cool and it's jazzy. Get on the train, man. He's just not having it. So, Again, irrational hate from <laughs> uh, from the danger numbers hazard contingent. But what did, what else did you think when you after hearing the Charlie Brown music? Well, when it gets into the vocals, I could definitely see why you liked it, and in, in, in the lyrics when it's talking about. You know, where does the time really go? Um, it, I yes, it really evoked that that total sense of summer and, and, and that's what summer is all about. Time doesn't exist in the three months of summer before you know it, it's over. And we're left saying, where did the, where did the time go? It seemed to go by so quickly, but um, yeah, I mean, despite the Charlie Brown comparison, <laughs> that's not necessarily a negative thing and I don't no, need to, to just, put down the song, it. but it was fun. It was funny. But yeah, I mean, this song seems totally up your alley and something something that I would definitely um, equate with you loving. And, and as I listen to it, yes, it is a, a quite a beautiful song. And it did remind me of a long, sunny summer day. Awesome. Well, we're down to the last one here, Tessa MTV. I hope you have a good one saved up for us. Uh, we do. Um, I did save my my favorite for last. And again, we've got a couple of Texans rounding out the list here. Yeah. And it is a newer song. So it is one of those newer songs that I that I've come to love. Um, and this next song is by a group called Krumbin. And it features Leon Bridges. The name of the song is Texas Sun. Let's let's have a listen, Adam. pronounce the name can you pronounce the name of this band again right so the name of the band is krungbin krungbin and and they're an instrumental trio from from houston and leon bridges of course is from fort worth and i think the way that they kind of came together is um because they were on tour with each other i think krungbin was the opener for leon bridges and i think they Um, throughout their tour together, they they kind of created this EP called Texas Sun, and the lead single Texas Sun is the the song on my list here. And again, the way that I learned of this song is through that awesome radio station in Austin, Texas, KUTX. Uh, again, I was 
driving along the road one day, probably on Mopac, stuck in traffic as per usual. And this song came on. And what really struck me about the song is the guitar playing throughout the song. It has this really warm, wistful tone to it. And just like all of these other songs that I've listed, it really evoked a super strong sense of nostalgia in me. And it just took me back to those many long summer days and nights that my family and I spent and and still do, of course, at our ranch in South Texas. And Adam, as you know, the ranch and my family is such an integral part of who we are as a family. Um, I know you've heard me talk about it a lot. You see me post pictures from there all the time. The ranch in our family is super important to us. Um, is As you listen to the song, Leon Bridges, he, repa- he repeats the phrase Texas sun pretty often throughout the length right. of the song. And, and every time that he does, it just instantly transports me back to those hot summer days with you know, my whole family, like 20, 25 of us just sitting at the ranch. We're sitting around together, having some beers, talking, barbecuing as we always do. My cousins are sitting around playing their guitars and they're singing some Johnny Cash um, and, and just really feeling that love of everybody there. And when I think about the ranch and what it means to me, One of my favorite things to do while we're there is at the end of the day, everything is, is winding down. Um, it's, it's right when the sun is starting to set. What I like to do is I like to get on one of the ATVs that we have there and just me, you know, nobody else, just me. Uh, I just need a moment of solitude and, and, and what I do is I, I like to drive off deep into the acreage of the ranch, just, just right along the fence line. And and it's sort of like a meditation for me. And it gives me uh, a few moments to reflect on not necessarily the day, but, you know, just whatever it is at the time, the summer in general, what I have ahead of me um, in life, in, in, in my journey. And, and I can totally hear this song in my head as I imagine myself doing that. And, and, and it really just kind of brings a smile to my face as I think about it. And, and you mentioned uh, your last song, the Chicago song, is, is one of those quintessential road trip songs. And I yes. think this song is very much that as well. Um, when I listen to this song, it just makes you want to forget about everything and just get in your car and drive. And to me, that's, that's what makes a quintessential road trip song. And this is very much that as I was listening to the song and learning a little more about it, I was, I was doing some reading up on it and I came across this interview with, uh, Kroonbin and Leon Bridges. And one of them said, you know, it's funny because Texas is this big state and, um, you know, we're, we're all Texas musicians and this song about Texas, um, is, is funny to us because we're never in Texas anymore. We're always, Ah. we're always outside of Texas. We're traveling in other States. And, and this is kind of like an ode to the state that we love. And somebody else also mentioned, you can drive through, through the different cities in Texas, San Antonio, Dallas, Marfa, whatever. And, and not one place looks the same, but when you're on the road, there's one thing that's consistent and that's the Texas sun. And I was like, yeah, that is so true. I love that metaphor. It's so on point. And and that's what I love about this song. 
Right. No, I uh, I really enjoyed it. When I was listening to it and you talked about the guitar work, it reminded me a little bit of like Wilco and mm-hmm. it reminded me of like A Ghost is Born. So uh, that's also Ghost is Born is what I think about. I always call it like a hangover record. So if I've been drinking all night and I need to like really boot and rally and I need to like be at work, I would put on A Ghost is Born. Uh, but it has the same kind of themes and the guitar work and it, it kind of almost you know, crests, right? It goes up and it goes down. It never goes up and down too frequently or too uh, dynamic, but just slowly going over, whether you're going over the horizon or a wave that's going over the coast. Uh, mm-hmm. Very meditative, contemplative. Awesome stuff. So I really want to check uh, check out this band and you know more of their work. So I want to appreciate, I want to appreciate, I want to thank you for introducing me uh, to it. I want to give it a listen. Yeah. Uh, and Leon Bridges himself, I mean, wonderful R&B soul singer, again, from Fort Worth. And another song that I want to kind of throw out there uh, that I think you'd really like is a song that he does called Smooth Sailing. Okay. I actually was going to put that on the list, but I thought this song was a lot more appropriate, you know, considering the theme, but also a good song to listen to. So definitely check that out. Shout out Smooth Sailing. All right. Well, this is my last song here. And the song that I've chosen is Just Like Heaven by The Cure. And if you want to know why, you'll have to listen to the song. Just Like Heaven by The Cure. Tess MPD, while we listen to the song, he said, all right, we're ending it on a high note. And I, I agreed on last. I guess the reason I chose this song, and maybe it's a little more personal uh, to me, is, again, we go to the clubs, we go to Brass Monkey or mm-hmm. uh, The Thirsty Camel, and we would inevitably end up on, like, 80s night or sometimes, like, post-punk goth night, which was some of my favorites, but it, I think... It, in San, I don't know if it's just San Antonio, but if you go to a club that plays, uh, you know, music, maybe it's not the most contemporary music, if you want to get people on the dance floor, you just put this song on and boom, everybody just rushes to the dance floor and, and they're dancing and it's almost like this jubilation, right? This almost exercising of any kind of care or worry and you're just dancing and it's it, it opens up with that again. Which it seems a lot of the songs we have that dung 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 like <laughs> yeah. drumming and synthesizers and guitars, those kind of uh, wistful guitars moving in. And it just reminds me, it takes me back to again being uh, the dead of summer on a Friday or Saturday night, just dancing and just having fun and being carefree. And those kind of beautiful, warm um, notes and waves just kind of going through my head and just relax a little bit. So uh, it's not necessarily, I mean, The Cure, you would never say like, oh, they're a summer happy time band or anything like that. I, their music is 
obviously wide ranging. They're not just super goth, but they can also have tremendous pop songs. I mean, the, their whole discography speaks for itself. But I think I really like when they do hit those pop songs like uh, Boys Don't Cry or, uh, again, Just Like Heaven. They, they're masters at it. They're almost as good as, you know, it approaches something like Paul McCartney would do, I think. Just understanding what really goes into a great pop song and mm-hmm. uh, and these different facets. So uh, I love it. It's a song I, I can listen to over and over again. Whenever they put it in movies, it's always during a, a montage of like the protagonist having a good time, whether they're racing in a car or high-fiving a buddy or, you know, talking to someone really they really fancy. It's always a song that, oh, we're all going to have fun. We're going to live forever, and this is great. So that's why I, I put it here as number one. Yeah, it's funny, you know, that you said that it kind of reminds you of all the times that uh, we go to the Brass Monkey or Southtown 101, what have mm, you. Yes. And and that's that's really what it what it evokes in me, too. That's it. It just reminds me of all of those times that we're all there in a group. We're all there for the same reason. It's just to dance and have fun. And really, that's it. Just not have any serious thoughts about anything don't don't let anything bother you just get on the dance floor a drink or two in hand and just have a good time and that's what this song is all about nothing there's nothing you know earth shattering about the lyrics it's it's not meant to make you think deeply and 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 this is the perfect song to dance to and just let yourself let yourself go so to speak just have fun smile and just forget about your worries for a little while and this is the perfect song for that well i appreciate you saying that now it's up to you dear listener what did you think of our fantastic playlist here do you have your opinions do you enjoy it is there different songs you'd like to hear well uh, i'd like to hear about them as well but i wouldn't what i'd like you to do first is go ahead and uh, like and subscribe to our show tell a friend about this show if someone else you know would love to hear about cool music or you have similar tastes and opinions, uh, recommend the show. Recommend Not So High Fidelity with yours truly, Shoeless Adam Danger, Tessa MTV. I got to ask Tessa, good time? I did have a good time. It's always fun to talk about lists of songs. That's one of my favorite pastimes is creating lists, uh, <laughs> as nerdy as that sounds. Um, but yeah, this one was a fun one. It was nice to think about something other than what's going on in the world today. And if I could leave, uh, you know, just some words of wisdom before we before we end our time here, I just want everybody to uh, just reflect and, and remember some some genius yet simple words from our forefathers, Bill and Ted. Yes. And everybody that is just be excellent to each other. It's just as simple as that. Let's love each other, have a good time with one another, and all in all, please, guys, just be excellent to each other, please. <laughs>